0: Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Do you think it get? where did it get to a point? <laughs> do you, what do you think it got to like? A point where like 40 is probably a bit young. You're pretty productive post 40. I mean, look at Kelly Slatter. He's fucking 40, 47, forty eight, top 10 on the surf tour. So maybe like 60s, you know, good age. We've decided that's time. But then like, what are you adding back in value when you're 80 and 90? Maybe you're like um, Bernie Sanders. He's trying to be the fucking president and he's 103 years old. But I don't know what you're actually like. Is it? Have we made it too far? Is 100 enough? Are we like, fuck, we should have stopped at 70? Like if we live in two. I listened long. to
1: this. I was listening to Tim Ferriss' podcast and the a guy who's all about longevity came on and he was saying he's training for the octogenarian, octogenarian like 80-year-old Olympics. And oh, he yeah. figured out to be useful when he's 80, he's going to need to be able to pick up a child so and he's gonna yep. to need to be able to if a, if one of his grandchildren runs and jumps into his arms, he's gonna be able to need to do that. He's gonna to need to be able to put a bag above his head if he wants to fly.
0: And he came up with wait, I think wait, ten. Oh, sorry, wait, how is he flying with a bag above his head?
1: Oh, like in an airplane, you know, you got to put the bag above your head. Oh, in the, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> in, so he wants. So he he came up with a workout <laughs> to train for all these things that so that you don't become a useless fuck in your eighties. Yep and you can enjoy life so your body and that way you can give back to your, to your children and your grandchildren and maybe you can keep bettering yourself in that way isn't and that's probably what you should but really people stop doing shit well maybe back in the day they stopped doing shit in their 50s get obese and then by the time you're 80 a lot of people can't do shit
0: yeah. So I, yeah. I kind of like, like that. that. Like, I'm not training for it just more. yet, but when I'm 50, maybe I will. But it's also important, like, you're not training to put on bulk weights or run a marathon or something. You're just training for basic tasks. You want to keep active, keep your shit together. I like it. Jules Bishop is onto it. The problem is she doesn't have any grandkids or any fucking kids to look after. She's yeah. Sitting on more and more but boards. She, so, what do you
1: think she could offer back now that she's retired and she's got no kids and she's she must be in her mid 60s what she needs can invest Julie invest people
0: she invest in some universities julie where they can reverse aging maybe like recreate those uh maybe CRISPR. maybe she needs to invest back into putting those genes back into society somehow i'll put my hand up she needs a young donor
1: do you reckon like <laughs> donate her dna you could donate a bit of your dna so to speak and um Yeah, bring up a um,
0: a little was Bishop, a little was Bishop, a little little Julie Bishop, little Julie Hepworth. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Julie Julie is not a great name, but I do like it
1: on Julie Bishop. Mm. (laughs) Like, can you think of any other good
0: Julies that you know? Oh, Dad's got a mate whose wife Julie. She's pretty funny, Julie. Jules, Jules, shit. Uh. It's like J- Jules is, like, yeah. Oh, Jules, there's a Dortmunds called Jules, and the Dortmunds girls are all bloody legends. So, oh yeah, I remember her.
1: Yep. So there's one. Yeah,
0: there's like, uh, yeah, one.
1: There you go. <laughs> it's an old name though, isn't it? It doesn't. It's gone yeah. out of, gone out of fashion. That's for sure. Fuck, we took a tangent then, didn't we? Yeah. Look, we've got we've got plans. Do you want to do you want to intro this podcast? <laughs> Shit,
0: jobs and growth. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> I mean, look, I think we got to the bottom of it there, to be honest. I think we might yeah. solve some of the world's issues.
0: Yeah, Not issues if we want maybe. to get better, we need growth. We need spare money, which can be reinvested in furthering our uh, knowledge, science, our environment around us and our own personal circumstances. That's it. We need yeah. growth.
1: So down yeah. at the local market. Old mates making jackets for the people, but the people want warmer jackets.
0: Mm. Something yep. like that. Which will allow them to work through winter better.
1: That's right. And then they can eat more, more, get fatter, become useless, yeah. and die.
0: <laughs> Something like that. No, nah, it's good. All right. So, uh, one off the wood. We're, we're doing an episode. Um, I'm in Perth. Episode 26. That's it. We're getting through them these days. You're in um, the Coogee Studios. Is that where you are? Yep, I'm in Coogee Studios. Sweet. Um, staring at the wall, <laughs> Ripper. Uh, so I've got uh, I've got one off the wood tonight. I've got I'm out of tins. Uh, the Kevin and I have been just monstering the tins lately, so uh, we drank the fridge dry, which happens regularly lately. It's just summer. It's just fallen in that habit, but I'm enjoying it, so I've got a little scotch that Callum left me here, which is the uh, Macallan Mac Ellen. It's some Scottish Highland single malt. There's double L's and three A's in the name. It's a 12-year-old, a little 12-year-old
1: a little 12 is that the one that we polished off a bottle during the podcast no, that, that was, we did with
0: Callum um, that was so heavy that was a full liter with uh, very peaty that one on <laughs> it? shit now this is a triple cask matured uh single malt so it's quite smooth pretty light in color um pretty dope i think it's about 100 120 a bottle or something it's a quite a nice little uh little nip there so Ooh. get around that tasty what do you got what do you got in the kuji yeah, studio and- uh, well I decided to, I went,
1: I had, a, I was down in Melbourne for a 30th and it was a big night and there's been a lot of big nights since Christmas and before Christmas. So I was like, oh, I'm going to lay off the booze until my birthday, which is like three weeks away. So I've had a week off. I had a weekend with no alcohol. So I'm yeah. going booze free, but I do booze. have two beverages. What do you got? I've got a body, body science, clean tea, which is a kombucha tea. It's got apple cider vinegar and probiotics in it and it's a kombucha and tea it's sugar yeah it's like this powdered kombucha thing it's okay. real Deli- delicious is it's, it fizzy it's a mixed berry no it's just like a, a iced tea so i have one of those they're pretty tasty and then I've just got a, a peppermint tea here as well, so that's a totem tea mate.
0: off the wood. You're mixing your drinks. You be careful, mate. Yeah, you got to work tomorrow. I know. You don't want to be mixing up too much. Now, like that, That's good. You got to replace and for people like you and I. If you're trying to cut a habit, I think you need to replace it with another habit. Like you know, if you're trying to, yeah, quit drinking, yeah. replace it with tea, or like have that little thing if you're trying to quit eating desserts maybe replace it with tea maybe tea's the answer to everything like but you yeah, yeah. you definitely replacement
1: yeah i felt it on friday night because i was i was sort of home alone friday night and i was just playing around on the computer making some beats and stuff and i was just i really and i had two beers in the fridge that i've seen sitting there for ages i was like i just need something to play with but um yeah stuck, stuck to the tea um but I feel good after a week off the booze and exercising and surfing and eating healthy I recommend it <laughs> yeah I recommend it highly
0: absolutely just training for, for training to be 80 just looking up I'm afterwards. training for <laughs> for the 80
1: octogenarian octone, I don't know what it is octogenarian olympics
0: Aussie day special bit of an agenda so hopefully um, the peeps and freaks and whoever these people are that are listening. We're getting some solid downloads lately, which I'm pretty impressed with. I don't know who you people are, so g'day. Welcome. Thanks. All of the above. Um yeah, get this around your ears for Australia Day, hopefully. But um we just yeah, we've got a little list I think of things that'll unfold. Um little teaser. We've got our Andy and Waz's five predictions for the year coming up at the end, which is politics, sport something for the podcast, um, something personal, a bit of science. Um, we've got a few other topics in between there. And um, I suppose at Day. I wanted to, oh, actually, no, housekeeping. Sorry, housekeeping to start. We didn't do Uber ratings with our last two guests, which is Adam mm. and yeah. Dadley.
1: Yeah. And it's important because we are using Uber ratings as – a rating for how good of a person they are and we should be doing
0: it so we know who we're dealing with and we didn't do it and we'd let them get away with it. So Yeah, exactly. Not fair. So I rang Brad and checked up on him and he just gave me a deadpan answer. He's like, mate, I've got three kids under two. I don't have time to fucking have Uber. I don't ha no. I don't have Uber. So I'm putting Brad down as a five because if he downloads Uber and gets one trip, he'll be a five. So Brad's- I put him
1: down as a three. I bet you he's got Uber and he's done
0: something disgusting in there. He shat the bed in the Uber. <laughs> and he's lying to you. I don't know about Brad having an Uber. He's his old man who's passed away now is a fucking legend. And he, and his mum as well, they'd like who's not passed away, but they they would like pick them up down in Rosebud down the peninsula. They just had this thing with all three kids. It was like whatever time of night it is wherever you are, it doesn't matter. You just call us and we will come and pick you up. Like do not get in the car with anyone that's drink driving. Do not be stuck anywhere. It's like you just call and we will come. And dead set, that that was like that. they stuck to it and they would do it all the time. Like remember Kaz. So
1: here's what you should have done. You should have called Kaz and said of all the times uh, you picked up Brad drunk from down at Rosebud, what would you rate him out of five for his behavior? And that that's is good. the
0: rating that we need. All right. I'll do that. That's my fake auntie Kaz. My fake aunt Kaz. <laughs> I'll call Kaz. Done. I'll do that for the next episode. And that's a good, very good point, Andy. Um, good. Yeah. Because I've you been- Can't let Brad get that. away scot-free. No. Just because he's
1: got good. three young kids doesn't mean he's a saint. We need to hear the dirt. What went down? <laughs> what went down? Yeah. like I always thought that Perth was the most um, remote city in the world, but then- I heard the other day that it's actually Hawaii, Honolulu.
0: Is it? No, because Honolulu is only a three-hour plane flight from LA. So it's closer to LA than Perth is to Melbourne. We're on the East Coast and Adelaide doesn't count. So fuck Adelaide, right? Why would Adelaide count? Well, I think I, I think maybe on average, because if you look at the other side to go to South Africa, like even if you're counting the East Coast of Australia, there's there's nothing like you got to go a long way to the west to hit more land, and then up north there's fuck all. Even not like Asia's still a long way away. Asia's still four thousand k's as a crow flies, maybe five, like Indo and that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think Honolulu's further. It's just looking on the map. It's fucking miles away. Is it? Hmm. From LA. And I can measure it. I'm on Google Maps. So from LA to Honolulu is 4,090
0: kilometres. Fuck, oh, I was pretty spot on. That's further than Melbourne to Perth as the crow flies is about 3,000. Too many... Crows fly it. Thirty-two thousand. All the crows fly. If a crow doesn't fly, it's a fucking rat. It's just a black rat, mate. No, do they fly Melbourne to Perth though? uh oh, probably not many. They need water. They could in winter. I don't see why. When you do a measurement, <laughs> sorry.
1: When you do a measurement on Google Earth, it curves the measuring tool. As if the earth is curved. That's fake news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Google. Don't tell me how to think.
1: Yeah. Don't try and... I see what you're trying to do there, Google. Just trying to get your fucking round earth bullshit into my...
0: (laughs) Can you do it? it, Does it curve more if you do Tassie to Perth or... (laughs) <laughs> Melbourne to Perth, or does it curve less? It's curvy. Like, it should it curve more less the longer you go. I think the the longer you go, or the souther you go.
1: I don't know. Oh right, if you go north to south, it shouldn't curve. No, it should curve everywhere. It's curvy the same in every
0: direction. Nah, not north to south. Pretty though. much, you stay on the same line. It's still curvy though. If you like, nah. if you turn your head to the side. It's still got of
1: curve to it. <laughs> No, nah. like it's a ball, man. No,
0: but, <laughs> yeah, but you shouldn't see the curve, is what I'm saying. North to south, <laughs> if you're you... looking at it. <laughs> because if your look, yeah. if your head, if your eyes are at the equator, and you look down, and then you draw a line from Melbourne to Perth, you'll see a curve. But if you're at the equator and you draw a line across, you shouldn't see a curve because you're directly above it that line, which is that what north to south is. But if you're yeah, at but- if you're at at Hawaii and you draw a line from Mexico to Michigan, then you'll see a curve because yeah, life's about yeah, perspective. Yeah, so you're saying if you draw
1: a line that's directly in front of your field of vision, north south or east west, you're not going to see the curve. Yeah. Yep, correct. Yeah, so it's, it's it's not, it's a null point. It's stupid. That it was a dumb thing to say. <laughs> From me or Google? <laughs> From you. Fuck off.
0: <laughs> uh, whatever. Hey, uh, well, anyway, we? we
1: got sidetracked there. Adam Ballard. Thank you, Adam, for coming on the podcast last week. I enjoyed it and I actually got a few tips from him and I think uh, that being said, he can be obnoxious and I think that has shown in his Uber rating because as you've just informed me, he's a 4.53, which I think is the lowest we've had from any guest on the podcast. So Adam, congratulations.
0: You are a shit cunt. (laughs) He's definitely down there definitely um but on on to that point though i think adam's volatile i think he's got highs and he's got lows but the uber f- rating system fails to recognize those that are ultra high that might teach someone something pass on some knowledge you know give the give offer their driver a mint and a glass of water instead and you're not going to get a 6 so it, this is uber's fault he's just a volatile character that's what it entails but i i learned something well, they- too i had, i really enjoyed the episode cuz even saturday morning was it. Last week, we um, we had a little text-off session at uh, early in the morning because we're both pretty – well, obviously, it was early for me, not so early for you, but like both pretty motivated. And then we had a phone call at like 7.30 Saturday morning. I was keen to do some stuff. I'd learnt, learnt – um, hadn't sat there and scrolled social media. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to read the news. I'm going to reply to text messages. I'm going to be productive and get up and go for a run. That's what I was thinking. And I talked to you and you would like, I've already been for a run and a swim. It's like, yeah, we both, we both taken something. This is what like happens it. when you don't drink. <laughs> Fucking hell, weapons.
1: Um, yeah, and I took it on this week. I did a in the morning. I did like a five minute meditation before I kicked
0: off and jumped in the car and went to
1: work. And nice. I think it. Uh, I think it was useful. Yeah,
0: that's cool. It doesn't. So meditation doesn't have to be half an hour, does it? Like five minutes a second. I can't.
1: Yeah, I just try to do what I can.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: Whoa, what? can you hear that? Yeah, what was that about? That's like the Hells
0: Angels driving up Coogee Bay Road, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, hey, speaking of being inspired to that as well, um, mm. we got a push-up challenge going on. I know I'm jumping a halt forward yeah. in the agenda, but it just seemed like a That's good segue because right. we, got, we got inspired for the push-up challenge. Do you want to – yeah, should we talk about yeah. that?
1: Yeah, so – I was just this weekend. I was like, just doing five, ten, or fifteen push-ups randomly through the day because I was like, wonder how many I can stack up, and it won't seem like I've done many. But by the end of the day, I might have done a hundred push-ups. You know? Yeah. And I think I was telling you about that, and he's like, oh, a few. Well, a couple of years ago, you did a challenge, and you get a seven-week program, and by the end of the seven weeks, the idea is that you can knock out a hundred push-ups in one go and join the. The um, who's who's that AFL footy
0: player? He's in the club. Oh, the... Jake King from Richmond, the push up, Jake King, the push up king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he,
2: think he, he, got like a, he did some dodgy
0: dealings, he got arrested. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he's a bit of a spanner, that guy. Um, Kristen and I used to coin Donkey Man because he runs like a donkey on the field, but that's beside the point. Push up challenge, yeah. So, a couple of, well, this was years ago when I first moved to WA. I was working in the mines as a driller's offsider, actually. So, I was pretty fit anyway. And someone heard about it somewhere, and I was like, oh, I'll give that a crack. And I looked at it, and the program, the first day, week one, is like, do eight push ups or do five push ups, have a minute break, do 10 push ups. And so, at the time, I could already do I think it was like 60 or 65 push-ups maximum. So I skipped forward a few weeks. I think I started at week four or something. And then sure enough, got through it and punched out the 100 without any worries. And I reckon it's because you never, no one ever trains for push-ups. Like your pecs are pretty big and you, you train like on a bench press to do 10 or 15 reps maximum. And then the other pec exercises like say swimming, which is super endurance. So you're never really training for that kind of power endurance in the middle of it and you find pretty quickly that you progress so I smashed it out in three or four weeks no worries and then I've done it since then after I had my shoulder up because someone heckled me and was like oh you you can't do this anymore because your shoulder's root or something and I don't like being told that I can't do stuff so I was like fuck that guy and then put my head to it and did it again and it took me four or five weeks I think to do it but Got to the 100. And then right at the moment, I, don't, I think my max push ups would be about 45 or 50 or something, like not, not anywhere special. So I've started right back at week seven with this program, which is pretty simple. You get, you do it every second day pretty much. And it's something like do 10 push ups, 45 seconds rest, 15, 45 seconds rest, 15 again, 45 off then do 10 and then 45 off and then do a maximum and that's it. Then you have a rest day and then you do a similar thing. So it's not hard. It probably takes five to 10 minutes, like three times a week to do. And I I know you can do it, Andy. I'm confident.
1: Yeah. Well, it gets pretty hectic towards the last couple of weeks. There's some like there's one day in particular where you're doing like 45 30 45 but I'm going to try and do it and we'll do the full 7 weeks because I think my max I haven't tried my maximum but I'm guessing it's like 35 maybe at best yeah at so the pretty moment. good like above so average yeah so and then in 7 weeks time I'm going to be in Perth and we will lay down on the floor together cool and knock out 100 push-ups ideally right. yeah well, But we'll, we'll definitely have a crack it
0: we should video, yeah, we'll that, video it for sure we'll go instagram live or something Shit yeah like
1: maybe we'll go down to scarborough where the people work out <laughs> yeah
0: we'll wear some like I'm you're
1: up. you're a pretty dense muscular dude i'm kind of i've got a lot of wasted weight <laughs> like i'm long <laughs> it's not not particularly powerful i'm not really built for a push-up challenge so if i can get to 100 push-ups i'm gonna be pretty stoked i think i'm gonna definitely have a crack
0: yeah, no, I'm on board and I'm confident that you can do it. The only thing that's going to ruin me is I've done two days of this seven week challenge and my wrist is rooted from the last couple of bull rides still. I've actually done real damage. So I'm not, um, it, it kind of pissed me off today. I'm not stoked about it, but mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out a way. I might buy those handles, you know, like the push up handles that you can get. Have you seen yep. them? Yeah, I might get a set of them because I can do that with a clenched fist, but I can't do the when it's like bending my wrist back at 90 degrees. So I need to figure something out. Maybe I'll do it on balls or something. Not sure. Hold a ball. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Could you? um, So you could do a fist. That's what I was going to say. But is that way harder?
0: No, no. I can. uh, I don't know if it's harder or not. It's like a matter of that's what I could actually do. So maybe maybe like, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I'll figure it out. But one thing I meant to tell you as well with with push ups, having been this is like I don't I've never been to the gym in my life much apart from shoulder rehab and whatever. I'm just not a gym person. But I've done a lot of push ups and body weight exercises. When you do push ups, get you, like a good width on your hands, spread your fingers real wide. But like look in front of you. A lot of people look directly between their hands, and you want to get your chin yep. up and look about a meter in front of you on the ground. So it pulls your chin up and looks out, but you also like it engages your back muscles more than than you are when you roll your neck down and hunch under and you and you don't actually go as deep when you're looking straight down as well. So look a meter in front of you on the ground, pick a spot and, and do them that way and make sure you remember to breathe just like yoga as well. Like, you know, get the breathing happening because it's not just, you know, you can only do 30 or 40 off, um anaerobic exercise sort of thing. It's it it becomes aerobic. So there you go. There's my tips yep. for you. I'm on board. We're ha it's happening, mate. We're we're in this together. Yep.
1: March. We'll knock it out. Looking forward to it. Um the only thing I've found is the push-ups are affecting my ability to paddle a surfboard. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah it's like I'm going backwards in paddle fitness because my arms are tired from doing push-ups. But um anyway that's a problem for another day. Um, should we have a quick, cause we, we were working through the housekeeping, but merchandise, the Instagram yes. blew up yesterday with the idea of free stickers for the children. Who doesn't love and free stickers, the, mate? <laughs> and you were the Santa Claus handing out the stickers and now you've got to pay about $50 worth of postage to send people one sticker.
0: Well, <laughs> it's I all typed worth that, it. <laughs> I thought that post up originally. I was like, hang on a minute. Maybe I'll put a limit on this because everybody loves free shit, right? And it turns out I'm fucking glad I did because I got down free to shit. I got down to Australia Post today, and mate, a dollar ten, a dollar ten to send a letter. When the fuck did it go to a dollar ten? I was like, yeah, fifty cents postage. That'll be right. I'll I'll flick a bunch out. Yeah, dollar ten. Let alone the. the what does it cost to make a instead? phone call now? Uh oh, does it cost? It used to to be forty make a phone cents. Call? Nah, oh, on a payphone?
1: Sure. On a payphone. Because I mean, that's the, you know, a, a, what the, a stamp used to be 40 cents mm. and a payphone used to be 40 cents. And it's a shock to me that one of those has changed. Shit. Can you put anyway. coins in payphones still? Surely not. Probably not. Probably not. But anyway, you've got stickers and you've sent them out to the people. Lots of people wanted a free sticker, like far out. People are just such... Scumbags, aren't they? Wanting free shit all the time. It's like, what a free sticker? Yes, please. No, no. Uh, it's good. Chuck it, chuck it on the back of your um on your back of your car. I'm gonna chuck one on the on the RAV. Fuck but yeah. T shirts. T shirts, t shirts, t shirts,
0: t shirts. Developers, 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 developers. Have you seen that clip? No. Developers. Oh, fuck. That's so out of context. If no one's seen that, I'm going to have to send it to you. Just It doesn't matter. Carry on. T-shirts, T-shirts, T-shirts. You're on board. Yeah, they're sick. I've got a couple of printed from Vistaprint, which are great if you want a disposable T-shirt because they're out there and they're cheap and they cost me fuck all, but the T-shirt quality isn't amazing, but I wanted to see what the print looks like on a T-shirt and they look sick, I reckon. So... Uh, you've got a good, somewhere good to print them, you? Yep, I think we talked about this the other day, but
1: we've got. We'll go for a high quality T-shirt, the okay. AS color ones. Yep, and we'll get some printed. And look, we'll get them up to be so you can order this week, and we'll give give one or two away over the weekend. So just keep an eye on the Instagram. If you're not following, it's at number one off the wood, um, and we'll we'll put up the details on how you can win yourself. A motherfucking t-shirt.
0: Fuck yeah! There's been a um, bit of interest already. They look sick. They the logo. I'm pumped about it because, like, idea. You know, there's surely we can't keep this shit up forever. We're not fucking Joe Rogan, so hopefully we just dissolve the podcast into a into a merchandise company.
1: There's always a possibility, but um, I will do this podcast till I die. So (laughs) the stickers Uh, look sick too. Shout
0: out. Oh yeah, for Come the logo. On. Who
1: could because we're using the logo um uh, for our own benefit, although we're probably just going to lose money making t-shirts like most things that we do <laughs> with this it. podcast um, <laughs> which is fine because we're rich.
0: <laughs> 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 but who who did the logo? Because I reckon it's sick. Um, Emma Porter. She's at like Alma de J or something freaky. We've what put, is it? Because she puts her art on. Yeah, she puts her art on. It's she does. A,
2: I'm
0: gonna find it, but she's an absolute wizard. Like she does cr- crazy. Um, she does amazing painting. But this was just done digitally. The original one was done on her phone, and she whipped this up in a few minutes. And she's even made me a wallet like out of leather. She just went to a leather class. and was like, yeah, I need to make some shit. Like, what are you in for? It's pretty. Yeah, she's got some mad skills. I actually gave her one of the t-shirts. Um, that. Uh, that are printed out as a tester. So her Instagram handle, which if you go onto our Instagram and you look at the new logo post, I've tagged her in it, but it's like Elma de Viage. So A-L-M-A underscore D-E underscore V-I-A-J-E underscore. Fuck knows what that means. It doesn't seem English.
1: Yeah, I think she's probably going to have to get a better username. That one's too hard to remember. Sorry, Emma. That's fucking
0: terrible. uh, Search Emma Emma Porter. That's fucking horrendous. What is it? (laughs) Anyway. Anyway,
1: so keep an eye out for that. T shirts are coming your way. And to be fair, we could do anything really. Um, So maybe
0: if you want. Stubby holders has got to be the go.
1: Yes. Stubby
0: holders. Hmm. Yeah, as a pod, a podcast that promotes drinking, definitely stubby holders. I want to see people smashing one off the wood with one off the wood in their hand. It'd be perfect. It'd be real good. That'd be good. Um hey, speaking of smashing one off the wood, Australia Day is or the weekend, long weekend this weekend, mate. Have you got any plans? What are you doing? What are you up to? I have
1: zero plans. Um but I'm just gonna hang around Sydney, I think. So Mel has been in Melbourne for the last couple of weeks. She's come back for the long weekend, so I reckon we'll just get down to the beach, do some surfing, eat food, whatever. Ooh. But yeah, Ooh. no actual plans. Maybe we'll go away one night and camp somewhere, but I don't think so. I think it's just gonna like just play it play it at home this yeah, year. Been what about spending, yourself
0: spending some time apart lately? <laughs> the um little lock in session and then maybe head down to um have you been to the National Park yet, South Sydney?
1: Yeah, um, we did a little walk down there. It's, it's pretty cool. We might go and do something like that. But, um, yeah, it's kind of like living in a new place. So it's all pretty novel, whatever we do. So you yep. don't
0: really need to go too far. Coogee Bay really hotels much. pretty good. You should just go and get fucked up there for three days in a row.
1: Mate, I went down there on Sunday to watch the um, UFC and just by myself thinking there'd be a few people there. It was like a fucking rock show full of Irish. There was like literally probably a thousand people and it was hot because there was too many people in this room and they're singing Irish songs and then finally the fight comes on. I'm covered in sweat from all these hot Irish idiots (laughs) and then
0: holy shit. Did you watch it? It was fucking I watched it. I was good. It oh was amazing God. for a forty-second fight. It was actually sick. Like I'm, I'm not a UFCer in you know. I don't really enjoy that stuff mostly, but I thought it was sick. Talk us through it. Yeah. What did you like about it? Well,
1: I mean, I don't know. Like I'm the same as you. I, I watch it. I watch the big fights um, every now and then. And Conor McGregor's interesting because he's an interesting guy. But um, what he came out just came in with like a flying punch. They got into a clinch, and he. Sh- Used his shoulder as a weapon, broke the guy's nose, yada yada yada. Then kicked him in the head about ten seconds later, and it was pretty much over after that. And Cowboys, he's no slouch. He like holds the record for the most wins and the most head kick wins. And Connor just fucking kicked him in the head. It was pretty awesome.
0: (laughs) And and he's so uh, Cowboys six foot one, and Connor's five eight. Like that's a big difference there. Like you and I have a difference of of uh, two inches or three inches, maybe, and and that's an extra <laughs> yeah. two inches past that. Like he's a, it's a big difference. But it, uh, like it actually blew my mind. I like sometimes fights go to a knockout real early, and you're like, oh, that was trash. But a lot happened in forty seconds. Like the, he was so aggressive out of the blocks, jumped up to for the big punch, and then because he was so aggressive, he, Cowboy ducked, but he was rewarded like a bit of luck. Need him in the face, but you know, you create your own luck in that situation. Oh, actually, yeah, I frost it. It was good. That shoulder. Man, people, everyone's gonna be doing that, aren't they? Just the old
1: shoulder, the cold shoulder. We shouldn't oh, talk man. about UFC too much because we're not the Joe Rogan podcast, but that was pretty interesting. Um, I liked it. And I'll be looking forward to um to his next fight. But um yeah, that's look, but what about some classic Hottest one hundred not well? Hottest 100 day. Australia it's not, day time it's not Hottest 100
0: day anymore, mate, because they've they oh. that shit. It's fucking Invasion Day, mate. It just happens to be that Hottest 100 is in and around that weekend, they, apparently. Now, that's the the juice. But um, I've, I'm going down to Margs. We've got a house with about 10 or 12 people, uh, pretty standard. But, like, man, I've had some sick hottest 100. Well, fuck, I did it too. Australia Day weekend. Yes. <laughs> because that's what it is, it's synonymous, right? With those with hottest 100. Like I I froth it for both yeah. those reasons. It's I reckon it's the best long weekend that you can have apart from Cup Day. Everyone's excited about because we've had like 6 months without a long weekend, so everyone's frothing for one. But the hottest 100 it's, it gets everyone pumped. It's just uh, there's no real reason for it, like Labor Day, Queen's birthday. Like, fuck, what are these things? It's like this is Australia Day weekend. We're just here. We're going to drink tins and do whatever the fuck we want. We've just had like a couple of weeks off over Christmas, and work has been pretty tough, and this is like a nice little blowout and a warm-up, and then, you know, we'll look forward to Easter. I like it. It's my favorite public holiday of the year. By miles, and I reckon, yeah, we've had a few together, have we? I reckon I've had,
1: yeah, and I think the the most memorable or the one that I remember the least is <laughs> the the famous Australia Day jelly oh. party. So we had a, a like a, a blow up pool in the front yard of a mate's place in Hobart. You were visiting Hobart. This is the this year is we'd only met six,
0: six, nine months prior. We don't we'd met. In the June, and then uh, Damo and I ended up in Tassie for Australia Day. So 2005. So the the pool's full of jelly. Everyone's
1: turned up. There's jelly wrestling going on, and then someone's tipped the jelly out onto the grass. So now the grass on the front lawn is covered in jelly, and it's the slipperiest surface known to man. And everyone's drunk and running around, charging and sliding along. And I've, like, spotted my mate Whitey on the other side of the... um the front yard and I was like going to take him out and this is what I remember I was like going to take him out start charging towards him and then I don't remember anything from that and then I remember standing up being held up by maybe you and a couple of other guys and like (laughs) being awfully confused but what had happened is I'd slipped over on my way charging over there and landed (laughs) on my ear knocked myself unconscious turns out I burst my eardrum and um, yeah, didn't even make it halfway over to to Whitey to 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 knock him to the ground because I knocked myself out on the way over, and then spent the whole next day in the emergency room.
0: That that was a fucking crazy party, definitely my highlight for Australia Day parties of a weekend. Like Edler had 250 liters of jelly made up in like plastic storage containers in an industrial fridge, so it was like we didn't just have a bit of jelly with water; it was like a full fucking jelly in the in the pool and that that moment that um this this is my side of the story right it's pissing it's just so so slippery and i'm like fuck yeah i'm just gonna take out andy as he runs towards the pool to slide into it and so you'd lined up and at the same time you're thinking i'll take out whitey and i i was lined up on the side (laughs) and i was like i'm gonna fuck him up and you started running and i started running at the same time But just before I got to you, and I'm fuck, I'm glad this wasn't my fault. (laughs) Just before I got to you, you fucking slipped over by yourself, smashed your head on the ground. And I've kind of like aborted, slid past you. And I'm like, shit, what's going on? Come back. You're just fucking there. Just proper knocked out. Like you didn't convulse or anything, but you were just out. And so we're like, all right, we'll we'll pick you up. (laughs) You'll be right. Scoot you back in. By this time, everyone's fucking red, like stained that food dye red. So, the whole house like is red. The walls are red. I think at one point you went to sleep in your car for a little bit that evening. But we we went to your or someone's room at that house and had a little quiet time. And you, I've got a video of it somewhere. Fuck, I wish I could find it. And you would hold your nose and blow like when you blow the pressure out of your ears. And it would just bubble. It was like a proper... (laughs) just that sound of like bubbling out of your ear as this air was coming out of it. It was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: oh, and then yeah. the next day I could whistle out my ear cause I was in the emergency room. And at the time my sister was a nurse in the emergency department. So she was coming in it's like, and bringing all her nurse friends in to laugh at me. because like, I was telling them that I got knocked out jelly wrestling and the doctors were like trying to figure out what was wrong. And I was, it was like a, um, like a trainee doctor, and she just kept coming back and I did like head scans, She's looking at my ear and there's red stuff in there, so she's all worried and it would have just been jelly. And then the proper doctor came in like five hours later and he's like, what's going on? I was like, I can whistle out my ear. And I showed him, like whistled out my ear and he's like, yeah, you've got a perforated eardrum. I was like, and he's like, there's nothing we can do about that. Um, Yeah, go away and come back in three months and we'll check it for you. But I spent all day in the emergency room
0: because the other doctor had no (laughs) fucking idea what they were doing. (laughs) I reckon that that doctor still remembers that. She's like, oh, no, no, no. When there's a perforated eardrum, you see redness all through the ear and red fluid and red bubbles of things. (laughs) It's like, no, that's fucking jelly.
2: Uh, Yeah, well, no,
1: the red red in the ear, the reason they were worried is because blood in the ear means you could have a bleed at the base of your skull, and that's like real bad. And she
0: thought it was that, but I I did say, it's probably just jelly. (laughs) Oh fuck. That was a seriously, um, seriously good. Yeah. Jelly party. Like as far as Australia days go, one of the highlights, I reckon the other most memorable one I've had was down in Margaret river a couple of years ago. we had like just sports day lined up, like, you know, in like, Blokes just sitting around. This is maybe what we we're talking about before. Just get bored real easy, and like it seems like girls are happy to just sit around and like talk shit and like let the day go by. But boys are like, well, fuck! What are we doing? Like, look, we've got to do something." And so we, did, no one had a cricket bat, and we so I had tools in the back of my car and tore like hired a house down in Mark River, tore like a bit of the um a bit of the garden bed off this half like a pine post that had been cut in half and then started chiseling a cricket bat out of this pine post. So made like a handle out of it and shaped the edges and things. And we created a cricket bat. Then we created this game kind of like when you're practicing slips, catches with, with stumps, but it was like someone had to have you, everyone had to have a can in their hand. Um, if you wanted to bat with two hands, you had to scull your can before you batted. And then like it hit catches. And if you dropped a catch, you'd go back to dunce. So you're at the start of the line. And if you made it to the top of the line by not dropping catches or, like, the person hit a shit, shot, a shit shot so they were out, then you'd get in to bat. But you had to bat from a circle. Dunce had to be in the sun. Like, you know how these things go, just all these extravagant bunch rules. bunch of bullshit that rules that involve buns. drinking. Oh, it's just – and all it is is about, like, fucking up one person or two people and keeping – like, it was just the best. It was like, I had an absolute great time. For me, that's what Australia Day is about, just, like, having a bullshit time, drinking 10s, Get the music on, just a good time for no reason. I reckon, I like it.
1: Yeah, and the weather's usually hot, so yeah, it's real Australian summer by then, isn't it? And um, hopefully, it's it's um just not full on bushfires, and we've all had a bit of rain lately. So I think we've I think we're all set up for a great Australia Day weekend coming. That's my that's my tip. Hey, and then the hottest one hundred has always been a big part of it, especially when you. When you're younger, I probably don't give a fuck as much now, but have did yeah. you vote this year?
0: I, I did vote, vote, actually. For? I'll tell you why I voted first because I've heard that there's been, like, with these uh, elections and things, like, people, songs that deserve to be in aren't getting in. And my song of the year is a mile by miles, Tones, Tones and I, Dance Monkey. Like, it's, I woke up one morning, the first time I heard it, sometimes when I'm a bit flat and I don't want to get to work, I just put Triple J on and let the song decide my mood for the day. And this song I'd never heard before comes on, and I was like, what is this fucking track? Like, I am into this. And I jumped up, and I was like, fuck yeah, just, I just frothed it. And every time I hear it since, I'm all about it. And apparently, Tones and I, I think much deserving of Hottest 100, like a proper standout year, like, kind of like a, uh, a riptide year or a somebody that I used to know year, you know, a bit of Gautier. I think it deserves it. People, people apparently not getting in. Some bloody cover is going to win or something. So I just got in and voted for that. Yeah, the cover. For.
1: The cover would be Bulls on Parade by Old oh, Mate, which was, it was a good performance. Tones and I, like, nah. I kind of liked it when I first heard it, but I'm I'm off them completely. And I heard them live, and it sounded like shit. So really, I wouldn't be voting for them. You know who I would be voting for? Who on um on the fifth of February this year, a little band called The Bittermen were played on Triple J. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't get round to voting for it, but I'm sure it'll make it in there. So
2: I think that you have to that. be noted,
0: nominated, but I didn't I didn't see them. I mean, I only briefly went over to T and looking for Tones and I. Yeah, so I'll go. People are going to be I'll looking B, maybe. Uh, I think, I think it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Surely not. Get around it. Um, No, Hottest 100, like it's a funny one, isn't it? Like, I, it, it is, to me, it's Australia Day. and Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll froth it, but I'll be interested. Like Oceanelli they were pretty sick last year. I reckon. Um,
1: I think last year I had my finger on the pulse of what was going on on Triple J. I was listening to it more. And yeah. I voted and then I listen. But then a year like this year, I've kind of been listening to – I've been listening to new music but been finding it through friends and stuff and not really listening to the radio. But yeah. I find it's a good way to catch up on a whole bunch of shit that you missed. So you listen to it and it's like, oh, this is sick, this is sick, and then you've got a whole bunch of bands to listen to for the next 12 months. So it's not a bad yeah. way to, uh, yeah, to get a reminder if you didn't pay attention and I did not pay attention this year
0: at all. Be sick if they did a Hottest 100 <laughs> Podcasts. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. We could do one. Our hottest one hundred would be long. It'd be, it'd be how long? I reckon. Fuck yeah. We should we should do that one time. Um, can I give you my hottest, my favourite song of all time that has won the hottest one hundred? That's a bit of a loose category, but
1: I like. You know, so your favourite number one of all time?
0: Yep. Yep. From Most hottest one.
1: Can I just look up the list? So, okay, go, like go to Wikipedia. Get to get just, yours, just
0: Google it, and because I just did then, no, and um, no and it comes up on Wikipedia. Just Triple and, J Hottest One Hundred on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, but yeah, number one. So what? Assumption. All right, what to start with? What year did, is the first year that you knew about it? Uh, f- fuck, first year. I was late. I reckon. I reckon it would have been like a a two thousand and two, two thousand and three. Oh. Like coming to it, yeah, I didn't know about it long, but but I've gone back and searched back, and a song that I showed to an English uh, colleague of mine only this week was number one, and the fact that I that, that really you know <laughs> says a lot about this song, I reckon. That I was like, mate, you got to listen to this band. These these guys, something. How did um Spiderbait Black Betty go number one as well? By the way. What, what year? year was that? What year? That the didn't song happen. is no, no. They sh- oh, buy me a pony. Spiderbite won it in '96. Um, so the song, the Whitlams, yeah, if we buy me no a pony. A- yeah, no aphrodisiac. The Whitlams, that's the song. 1997 beat out song yep. two, blur, which you know poetically was song number two. And yep. Chumba Wumba, tub thumping that was never going the distance. Like no aphrodisiac. That's a song. That is a real song. I remember that year so well. Like
1: 97, I think I was in grade 9. And yeah, like flogged song too. Yeah. Um, and Blink-182, Damn It, number 6. Yeah. I think the first year that I knew anything about it was 95 when Wonderwall won because my sister had the CD because she was a, yeah, obviously a few yeah. years older than me. So that was Oasis one with Wonderwall and Gangster's Paradise and Kitty were in there, and that I like those. Yeah. And Custard Apartment was in there in 95. Do you remember that song?
0: Everclear no, Heroin no. Girl. Like 95 is my year. Tism. Tism was sick. They got two yeah. songs in, 9 and 10. Yep. Oh, man, and wow. they would
1: have had another one with – um. I'm on the drug that killed River yeah, Phoenix. I'm on the drugs.
0: I'm on the drugs. I'm on drug Kill River Phoenix heroin had. Heroin had. Yeah, great tune. I thought that was their best tune by all time. Um the so that 97 I had the CD, Triple J's CD 97, but mm. I didn't know what it was about. So that was like Paul in pants down. That Chumbawamba song too, like I got around it. I knew what I knew what it was. Bit of Jebediah, leave home. Laugh I Was Never Good. Yeah. yeah like good, Not, good chance.
1: 98. 98 was a year where number one was a bit shit. It's pretty fly for a white guy, but there's fucking some good songs in there. Um, Regurgitator, song formerly known as, was in the top 10. Living End.
0: How, which oh, When that? did
1: Living End t- um, okay. save the day? When did Living End turn up with um, their first big song? That would have been 95. So
0: Living Ender from Wheelers Hill. Did you know that? That's that's where I grew up in Victoria. Yeah, they went to Wheelers Hill High School and they formed as a band because they're like for music class. They're like, all right, everybody make a band and play a song. And so they made a band and played a song and then they just kept going with it and wrote their names on like the music theatre wall and shit. And yeah, turns out they were sick. Like that's, yeah, Wheelers Hill bloody best exports I reckon. Go on, Victoria. Yep.
1: There's probably not much else that's come out of Willis Hill. You.
0: Fuck, I can't think.
1: Yeah, me and um, – yeah, I'm not sure there was much else. That's a pretty good claim to fame. That' a pretty big band. That was like the first year that they did it, 93, because the other years were all times, like this yep. for the year. It was Dennis Leary, Arsehole won it. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> yeah.
0: song. Yeah, pretty bandwagon kind of songs, songs that get you – Get you excited to my, go. My favorite, well, I'll say it's my favorite number one. It was super random
1: that it won, and I flogged it for a few can I, years. Can he's I guess? Augie March can I guess it? I, oh, it out. I just told oh, you what it was. Oh, That's no, doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I was going to uh, say Augie March because I've written that down Augie March or Queens of the Stone Age. That was the other one. Yep.
1: Um, and then obviously Oasis Wonder walk because what a track. And I saw fucking. Um, um, uh, Liam Gallagher play it the other day which was pretty sick
0: massive yeah look there's been some good it is a good way of looking back through songs and it like it's a good representation of the this year or the decade like so when Brad and I travelled around Australia that was 2008 2009 so you look back at like the hottest 100 from 2008 and they're the songs that we were listening to like we had that play that playlist on Full time, like Kings of Leon, MGMT. They, I think they took out four of the top five like presets, just massive. Bit of draft, Jimmy Ricard. We used to full log that song so hard. Like, it was good. Uh, I, I like that sort of stuff. Bit of Hilltop Hoods, Blue Juice, even. Like, Fuck yeah. Blue Juice.
1: <laughs> like, Seriously, Blue Juice are the shittest band ever to grace a hottest 100. They're terrible and they can suck my fucking dick. Like I just despise Blue Juice. This is what a Blue Juice song sounds like. Ready? Blue Juice, Blue Juice, Blue Juice, Blue Juice,
0: Blue Juice. Juice. That's what they do and it sucks. (laughs) Did I tell you that? I saw them. So um, remember Thea who ran, of course you remember Thea, she ran that bar um, Marmalade that you played a regular gig at Thursday nights in Melbourne when we lived together and I was like – was going to go hang out with Theo just for the night. It was a random midweek night. And she's like, oh, I'm at this industry thing. Like, come up. It's it's upstairs at this hotel. And then, like, I get there. I was like, oh, I thought we were going to hang out. And she's like, all right, so pretend your name is this and you know this person and you've got to talk your way up. So, I go into this hotel and walk up to a bar, like, full, like, um, I don't know, some sort of undercover agent sort of shit. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, yeah I'm this person and um I'm here to see this person there's a gig on and he's like he's like nah show us some ID and I and she even told me she's like you have to show ID so I put my wallet in my pants like in my underpants I was like oh, I don't have a wallet mate see like I'm yeah I'm just here like I, I've just been at work and the guy's like all right so I've, I thought my way in I get up on the rooftop of this pub somewhere in Richmond there's a pool like a massive fucking pool on the sky deck and it was a cigarette launch party like for some new cigarette thing and because they're not allowed to advertise what they do is just go around to pubs and bars and things and invite all of the industry people and then just give them bulk cigarettes and so it was like going back in time there was girls in bikinis walking around with like big silver platters that just had cigarettes like fanned out in like four rows deep of like perfectly laid out cigarettes and like here you can smoke as many of these as you want just giving them out giving out beers giving out food there's people in the pool there's like and then there's a band playing next to the pool and it's fucking blue juice like at this thing it was it was the fucking weird tuesday night sellouts
1: but, is isn't that isn't like sellout. the biggest
0: sellout you can
1: possibly do is <laughs> a cigarette company i know someone who works for um one of the big cigarette not benson and hedges the other huge one and like they get paid shit loads but I, don't, like, I couldn't do it, I don't think. Be so Wouldn't that be difficult. the
0: sickest marketing gig of all time? Like Benson and Hedges, <laughs> or, or like Philip Morris marketing. It's like, what do you do? It's like, well, Philip we're not Morris allowed to it. market. So um, I'm just kind of here. Yeah. In case, <laughs> just go to in case primary schools out, and right? sell
1: them for a dollar each.
0: That's your marketing. <laughs> yeah, done. It's fucking so rare. Yeah, we just hand out $2 coins so people can bum Siggies at the pub. Yeah, that's our marketing pretty much. Perfect. Mm. Perfect. What were we talking uh, about? Hottest 100, far out. Um, yeah. What do you pick for this year? Because I reckon Tones, I, oh. I want Tones to win. And I think Tones is going to come back from the grave and beat the fucking cover, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Look, I think you're probably right. Let's just, I'll jump on Ladbroke's and see what they think because they're usually right. Um, Oof. Just lo- loading her up. I won money on McGregor, by the way. Said he would win in the first or second round.
0: I emptied my sports bet account betting on cricket on Kevin's advice and I got down to six bucks. <laughs> so I just loaded up loaded up six bucks on the favourite from the, the prelude fight and then loaded up whatever I won off that onto the cheek fight beforehand and then loaded up the same thing on McGregor and all of a sudden I had some balance back. And I was like, I'm on here. Good. And then I was like, Kev, what do you reckon about this cricket match? Went all in and lost it all. So I've got zero dollars. Back to fucking Don't bet on four <laughs> sure things in a row. Three is fine, four in a row, no good.
1: You gotta know when to say no. You might have a problem. Um it's so Tones and I is paying a dollar ninety for the win. Bulls on Ooh. parade, Denzel Curry cover is paying two twenty five. Bad guy Billy Eilish is paying three dollars. Drink sucks. too much G flip is paying well, you know, we all have our own opinions, don't we? You like Dance Monkey and I don't. You like Blue Juice and I think they suck.
0: <laughs> I didn't say I so liked it's them. different opinions. G <laughs> Flip's sick though. I'm into G Flip. Yeah. I Jesus. Like um, not
1: much else on there. Amy Shark's got a song on there. You love a bit of Amy, don't you?
0: I don't mind a bit of Amy, yeah. She, she had a song in... 2016 can you believe that Amy Shark came with a door came in at number two in 2016 that was four years ago yeah it sounds about right
1: um, Lime Cordial I actually like their tunes That's. I would have voted for them um, DMA's put out some new stuff anyway whatever we'll listen in we'll learn how long is this podcast going to go for do you reckon Fuck! Well, long we've just we just passed
0: want. on my on my intro, on my notes here. We've just done the intro. Um, we've covered the push-up challenge, and yeah. that's fucking it. We've got all of the bar snacks, which is about ten of them. What's got you frothing? Can we? Benefits of to go? So fuck it. Who cares? You're Can not we drinking, jump mate. into
1: just one of our no one of our twenty twenty predictions? Like we'll just choose one of the because we got the five options. Let's yes, just choose. Yeah, give us your sport prediction for 2020. Go.
0: Oh, my sport predictions are shit. Um, Good. I, I'm calling it. It's a big call, but Ke- Kelly Slater is going to win an event on the CT next year and people are going to fucking lose their shit. And in combination with that, yeah, John John is going to be injured for the Olympics and Kelly's going to go in as the substitute. It's big, but... The world wants it, and it's gonna happen. John, no one wants John John to be injured, but he's not. He, he's gonna be injured. It's a late Olympics. Kelly's in. I'm I'll, I'll taking the two weeks off work to watch it. That's what's happening. Yeah.
1: So Kelly's got this like spiritual healer on his side now. So now that he's got magic on his side, I don't think <laughs> he's, he's ever going to be injured again. Because none of some of the other guys, a lot of the Brazilians have God on their side. Oh yeah, but none of them have yeah. actual magic.
0: So I think you might be right. That's happening, and I don't know who John John believes in or prays to or something. Oh, do you know? What? I heard a rumor that potentially, um, what do you think what are your thoughts on this? That Kelly could be John John's dad. Oh, for certain,
1: yeah, <laughs> but um, what do you nah, mean? Well, for time will tell. Like if he goes bald. Well, how, so Kelly went bald in his thirties. John yeah. John's probably only mid late twenties, so time will tell on that one. I'd say
0: it goes on um, your mother's side though, apparently, and Mumsy looks a lot like John John. Is that right though, or is it? Oh, I don't you know. know. Is that a thing? Yeah, don't know. That's mum's hot. That's yeah. So yeah. <laughs>
1: I was going to drop a surfing one, but I thought no, I'll branch out. I think the Boomers are going to get a medal finally in the Olympics. Have Probably they never a won a medal? Never won anything? I don't think so. No, I think they're always touted that they're going to get bronze.
0: Yeah, and they never do. <laughs> just do <a> <laughs> well, they're just that. always aiming for bronze, are they? That's the. All right, boys, well, this is they... our year. We're going to go. We're going to get to the bronze medal game, and we're going to win it. Um, well, yeah.
1: you can't win gold. You're not going to win gold, right? It's impossible because the um, the Americans are always going to get it.
0: Is it is it impossible and, because they don't do best of fifteen matches? Is that why it's impossible to get an average? Because I think it's more possible. If it's one game. Yeah, but the the gap is too big. Like the gap, the NBA
1: as a competition, the gap is too big. To every other competition in every other country, and they've, so they've got the pick of the best players in the world by far. So okay. Australia might we get we get like Ben Simmons who's a gun. So we got one, good. and we might have. Uh, yeah, look, I don't know. There's a, we've got a few guys in the NBA now, so we'll get a few. We're, but the American team will get the best of the best. Yeah, but.
0: and I suppose you need you know a few backups. It's not just about top five on the court. You know, you are playing a series. Yeah, look. uh, All right, so boomers meddling. Good. I'm calling it.
1: They're finally going to get a bronze medal. And correct me if if they They have already got one, but I'm pretty sure they have not.
0: So if they Um, if they get to the gold medal match, are you saying the guys, the boys are just going to get fucked up the night before and not? There's no way they can. You wouldn't even
1: turn up. You you just have a bit of a laugh. Yep. Throw it. Maybe make some money on the spread on the side. (laughs) <laughs> can you bet on the Olympics? Is that a thing? Oh You must be able to. Yeah, it'd be stupid if you couldn't. In this day and age, who's going to watch it if you can't bet on it?
0: Yeah, that's What's an it? interesting one. I think – I don't know. I, I don't actually know if you can bet on the Olympics. I feel like there's a thing that you can't. Oh Olympic betting sites. I think, I think you can.
1: you got to just find the right bookie, I reckon. I'll, I'll take your bets. What do you want to bet on? I'll give you some odds. Yeah.
0: Head to head, something. So Tom Waterhouse will take something. That Fucking scum, he'll take everything. Hey, what about giving up being a bookie to actually run his own uh, betting advice site? Apparently, now it's no in more Tom own. Waterhouse. Yeah, it, scum.
1: What do you think? Because it's in China, do you reckon the Chinese government have been running like a Russian-style um, drug scam, and they're all just going to come out with these new new-style drugs and and win all the athletics events? That's might be another you-
0: tip. Um, have you just been incredibly racist?
1: No, it's it's um, you know all for one, one for all in the um, communist party of China. So they want to. Yeah. Russia did it.
0: Yeah, I get it, but I think the Olympics are in Tokyo.
1: Ah, oh, are they not in China?
0: <laughs> no, unless Tokyo is in China these days, I'm pretty sure it's Tokyo. They're
1: in China. I'm not being racist. I knew the difference, that but for some reason I thought it we was China.
0: 2008, Beijing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, the
1: Japanese. No, they won't cheat. <laughs> That's racist because <laughs> the Chinese would, not the Japanese. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all so, who's opinion. more likely to cheat? The Chinese, the Japanese, or the Koreans? <laughs> I always get a kick out of the Chinese uh, when they release their employment data and their GDP and CPI figures. And it's always pretty much spot on what they uh, forecast. Yeah. So, Fancy Who that. knows? Fancy that. Did you watch
1: yeah. Icarus when it came out a few years ago? Uh, no. What's Icarus? Icarus is um, it's the guy, he's a cyclist and he wants to test out What it's like to take the drugs that they take on the tour de france and in doing so he undercovers like systematic cheating from the russian olympic team it's crazy crazy movie it's worth a watch it's on netflix it's really good okay yeah it's it's a long doco but it is yeah it's epic the russians had like systematic cheating like it was part of their system was to cheat (laughs) but the way he uncovers it. it it's crazy like He's just doing this as a test, but he comes across this Russian doctor who's going to help him. And then, as the more he goes, they're like, "What? What? What? What did you actually do in Russia?" And he's like, "Oh, I worked for the Olympic team, <laughs> helping them cheat. It's full on. <laughs> Whoops, it's really good." I, spoiler alert! <laughs> well, you meant to do that beforehand, but anyway. Well, I think
0: that there's no spoiler alert because the Russians have um they they're banned from this Olympics unless the people actually compete under a non. Russian flag, like a neutral oh. flag, so they're out. But yeah, they normally right. do alright. They're they're top five Russians. I mean, there's fuckloads of them, and they systematically they cheat. cheat, so they obviously do quite well. Yeah, good on them. Yeah, genius.
1: I reckon. What What do you think? Like, because it's an arbitrary line for what is cheating and what isn't. Do we even need to draw a line, or should you just
0: just be? Nah, like I'm want? I'm all on board. Go the go the clean. Like I like the idea of just seeing how hard human body can go but I think it's incredibly irresponsible to have like a drug Olympics that people talk about because that's like you and me thinking fuck yeah if we could probably run the 100 sprint let's let's just do heaps of drugs and see how we go and that's encouraging bad people but I reckon like maybe you get a few people who are just not interested in winning gold like the guys that are like you know fourth fifth and sixth sort of in the world and then they decide yeah. I'm not winning medals. They're a bit like the boomers, the Aussie basketball team. And we just rack those guys up and see what they can do. I'm all for that, I reckon, just to get pick they a reckon, few people.
1: They reckon that for something like the Tour de France, it's safer to do it on roids because you actually can recover. Whereas if you're not doing roids, your recovery is, is pretty much impossible for the amount of Ks you're doing and the amount of days you're doing. Whereas if you're on roids,
0: it's actually a bit safer. But that's only because someone's pushing it at the front. Like everyone's on it. If everyone wasn't on it, then that that would be the whole endurance. You know, only no, the- no,
1: but it's the recovery factor. So forget about who's pushing, how hard, or whatever. It's just the fact that you're doing those mini k's every day. If you take steroids, it
0: aids in your recovery. So it's actually, yeah, of course it does. But then you wouldn't be able to ride to do it as hard that way. the next day. So people would actually be cooked so they wouldn't be riding as hard. Like you would it would as you go through three weeks. Like the Tour de France used to be five and a half thousand K's. It used to be massive and then they capped it. They put a cap on it at about three and a half thousand Ks or thereabouts. So it's not like it used to be so much harder. Same same time frame, but they just used to ride two to three hundred Ks a day instead of like short stages. Now it's it was way crazier in the day with steel bikes and like no support vehicles and stuff and like you look at there's all stories and photos of guys pulling into towns and like you know buying food from shops and drinking beers and all sorts of stuff like just going going ham like that was that was the day like those guys were were pretty rowdy, <laughs> yeah. It's not what it used to be.
1: Yeah, no. Good to win. Do you want to do? It? Yeah. Do you want any more predictions for 2020? Should we go through them?
0: Yeah, I'm keen. I've got the, we've got um, plenty of things to talk about on this list. I'm locked in, mate. I'm three hours right. in the past for you, so I can go all night.
1: Oh, mate! I'm, I I meditate every day. I can do whatever I want. Um, <laughs> politics. <laughs> Give us your prediction for politics 2020. And we probably should just caveat this, saying that neither of us are particularly into politics,
0: so this is probably going to be shit. Um. All right. So, Julie Bishop. Yeah, yeah. So my original politics one, which is actually, um, uh, once I wrote it down, it's pretty obvious. Trump is going to get re-elected. It's almost a f- forgiven, like he's in, he's done. It's happening. Trump's re-elected, near guaranteed. I don't even know. If you Got the odds on that? On that? Yeah, yeah, you can. You I'll
1: give you the odds now. I've got, yeah. I've got the app in front of me. So U.S. Uh, futures outrights. So you want the presidential election? Trump's paying a buck seventy-three, and you then go. the next he's one's. In. Joe Biden, five bucks. Bernie Sanders, seven. It'd be cool if Bernie became the candidate. That'd be interesting.
0: It'd be, he'd be good to be a fucking alive by the time that November comes around and the election's on. He's
1: the same age as Trump. Is he? Did you know that?
0: Why does I think he so. he 400?
1: <laughs> he hasn't done all the good, like- Tour de France drugs like Trump He hasn't been know, like Trump has parcels
0: above his head and getting on the – yeah. yeah it, Trump doesn't drink. There you go. There's an insight for you. No booze. He's like really So rich, Trump's AI. 73,
1: no booze, yep. banging hot chicks. That's what he's been doing in his life. And who are we looking at? Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Bernie Sanders is 78, so he's five years older. Yep. Yep. Five years older. He's he he does foot? look yeah. in his 80s. He looks
0: though. short. Trump's six foot three, allegedly, according to the, all of everything on the internet. Oh yeah, he, he, he looks like a big dude. Yeah. He's pretty big. Six foot three though? Two inches taller than you? Um Any I'm six tall? two, so i yeah, I'll
1: buy it. Yeah. I am shrinking, but what's your prediction? Did you oh that's
0: your prediction, Trump to win? And oh, that's the three. Shit one. I've got a better I've got oh. a, a political controversial one for yeah, Give, um, give some Something we can work with. Bradley Edwards, currently on trial for the Claremont murders. Three murders in the 90s, girls that went missing, two bodies found, one still missing. Yeah,
1: well aware of it. Good good podcast at the moment.
0: Yeah, plenty of podcasts around it. Bradley Edwards is not going to be found guilty of the murders. He is already pleaded guilty to the rape uh, of someone and uh, abduction maybe from a, like Caracatta cemetery. He's pleaded guilty to that, but he's going to be found not guilty. I'm calling it. He's getting off on this these charges. And mostly because the evidence like so far of what's coming out is just, it, it's all like, you know, you're looking at it, you're pointing at it. It's this guy, but there's just so much, so many holes in the um, handling of the evidence, and like that's pretty much where the defense is aimed at is like, well, this piece of DNA evidence was handled by 16 different people, like they weren't even wearing gloves at the crime scene, shit like that, and like one of the um, one of the police officers, a woman, took the hair from the crime scene from the body of one of the girls and gave it to the family as a memento of. Their daughter, so they had something to remember her by. Like, you don't fucking take shit from crime scenes. I'm calling it. He's getting off, not guilty. So, good call, and uh, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Couple
1: of things. One, like, even if like the evidence doesn't matter, it's just like the jury's got to just say that he's guilty, right? So maybe they'll just there's just no go jury. With
0: it. It's because it's so public. They've there's no jury involved. It's just like one so had- magistrate or one judge or, or someone what? or other. I don't actually know into it. Yeah, because because like every, every person in Western Australia particularly, but greater Australia has been tarnished in one way or another by like hearing about this case. Like it was too much of a public case and there's too much emotion involved around this for them to actually um, elect yeah. a jury. So they've, they've run it as a literally one... Head judge deciding his fate and hearing all the evidence as it would be, so there's no jury.
1: I went to Rotnest with a crew during the Rotnest swim as support crew, and one of the guys on that boat had worked with him at Telstra. But a little tidbit. Really? Uh, the second thing I was going to say is that what's that got to do with politics? What are you talking about?
0: Well, it's just like political, it's I don't know, it's opinion. If it was in the news, I'd squeeze it in there somewhere. It's my prediction, mate. Yeah, fuck you. I should
1: have said, yeah, look, politics/slash news for predict the news <laughs> my <laughs> politics prediction is this year we're going to get a quality assassination whoa so not some rant not some random iranian dude who's a terrorist slash you know general we're going to see someone someone decent get rubbed out i'm not going to say who it is because the government will be like be listening to podcasts and then i'll come around to my house but i think someone's going to go i don't know who but just keep your eyes peeled <laughs> What do you reckon? Okay. E- equality. Is it Greta? Look, I'm not going to say who. It could be, I think Greta would be a that would be considered quality. And I mean, quality is at a high, you know, someone that people care about. Wait,
0: not, so do you say quality assassination, not equality? Like a, I'll just throw, not your opinion, like a, a, a Trump or a Jules Bishop or a like a quality assassination. Though you said not equality, not someone who's like, no. yeah, he, yeah. No. You know, women's rights. Just a
1: like good one. Like, like, one. like cause we, I don't think we've one. had one oh,
0: okay. like JFK.
1: Like when was the last good uh, assassination, assassination that we've seen?
0: Yeah, like a um, Harold Holt, you know, assassination that was very well yeah. covered up as a disappearance. One of those ones. Magic, magic. Anyway, let's okay. not go too deep into that. Fucking um, hell, let's
1: every chat. Well, <laughs> yes, right. we we'll just move another, on from that.
0: No, that's good. Give me another, um, another uh, uh, prediction. What do you got left? So, You've got 2020 prediction for one off the wood. The podcast. What's your prediction? Oof. No, mate, I've gone first. You're up now.
1: Oh well, we you we already said it earlier today. I think we just become a fashion label
0: and we do merch, and the podcast stops. <laughs> End of the year. <laughs> uh, and look, I'll tell you what—I'm on board with that. As long as you and I get to catch up as much as we do now, that's that's fine. We'll discuss probably not well. merch. <laughs> we'll discuss Probably not. It. Not in the person, but you know, on phone. We'll, we'll become.
1: Business partners will end up having a big legal battle, and then we'll never talk to each other again. Um, as we split the billions that we made on stickers and
0: t-shirts. Surely that's like years to come, <laughs> not not the end of this year. Now look, all right, it's a good one. My my um my one is that Bunster from Bunster's Hot Sauce, aka okay, shit the bed. Uh, will shit the bed. not come on our podcast again after saying to us after we did our, I think it was our third or fourth podcast with her at her place and then deleted the audio. Um, uh, she And she said, oh, bad luck, boys. Come back next year. Come see me next year. And, well, it is next year and we're here and we're here to see Bunster and we want her to come on and talk some shit and talk some shit the bed. She will refuse to come on. That's what I'm calling yep. Potty. was she pregnant at the like time like we went around to her house and bunster she
1: makes amazing hot sauce you find it all around australia you often walk into a pub and find her hot sauce the
0: shit the bed hot sauce all um, around the world There's, these guys have got they've been on the hot ones podcast yeah. or like um youtube channel they're pretty famous and up to that
1: point i think it was probably our best podcast like we, we were talking to her about starting a business and the marketing of something like that and you know, it was a really good. It's one of our first proper podcasts with good conversation with someone who's actually done some good, amazing stuff, and we didn't record it. <laughs> and she was, she just thought we were the biggest fuckheads going around.
0: <laughs> she she tore us the shreds that we needed to be torn though. I look at it as as the the slap we needed. It was absolutely the slap we needed because we sat down after that and we're like, right fuck this, we're making a checklist and we're, we're doing our things properly. We're going to have like run sheets. Like that was it. That was the turning point for us. And I, re- I yeah. actually really appreciate it because it was a great chat. It was – the content was hilarious. I was losing it most of the time. It was brilliant. Yeah, but she's very funny. Really, lady. yeah. She, she's but- um inspired us to, to do what we're doing now, definitely.
1: Let's get out. You know what though, she she did like spruik us on her social media before we told her it didn't work, so we probably got a few Instagram followers out of it. So, jokes on you, Bunster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Um, All right. Personal ones. Have we got any other predictions? Personal prediction. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Personal prediction for your own life. What's your prediction for twenty twenty for was? What do you What do you see?
0: Oh, mine's morbid. I'll probably go another year without meeting the one. I think the more the years go on, I think the, the the more the years go on. For anyone that watches Peep Show, and if you don't, everyone should watch Peep Show. The um, I I think the more the years go on, I I turn more into Mark than Jez. Like I've always had a an internal battle with whether I'm more like Mark or more like Jez, and I'm definitely not fully one or the other. But as the years go on, I'm definitely more of Mark you know i work in finance yep. i do my thing i tick the boxes i second guess everything i buddy do it's like yeah i'm i'm mark is she the one could she be the one oh so i was, love you did you
1: did you put your dick in the dob
0: uh <laughs> my dick in the dob
1: <laughs> dobby um you yeah, i've seen the change you you've definitely changed from a uh, um towards a more more of a mark style um person but you know what you're probably right you probably won't find the one this year but um there's always next year so hang in there you know and just enjoy being single because it's there's a lot to be said for it I've, I've been experiencing it lately leaving by myself and gotta say i don't mind it <laughs> Give, you know a bit of a visit on the weekend and then uh go back to doing your thing
0: well, if you done personal so, predictions for each other, that would have been way better. But you go ahead with well, your I would have, personal I would have said the same thing. That's actually a good can't. point. We should have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look, there's a few people that are listening to this that would want me to make some certain personal predictions um, that I'm um, not going pleased. to
0: make. Uh, yeah, I know what that is. Keep going. Yeah. Um,
1: so, But I can't because that's um, that's personal information that I need to keep to myself. Sure. So I've gone... I, this year, this is my prediction. I'm either going to make a backhand tube or land an air thanks to Urban Surf Melbourne.
0: Oh. I just feel like I'm going to
1: get there and I'm going to figure out one of those two things which I have yet to ever fucking figure out.
0: What do you reckon? Wow.
1: Am I a chance of wow. one of them?
0: I'm going to go with one, not both. One, not
1: both. I could, I'll could. i take one, not both. Like, If I can get turned up to Red Bluff later in the year and make a big backhand tube, that would make me a real happy man. And if I could do a little air at Urban Surf, that would make me a happy man too. So
0: I reckon. We'll see how
1: we go. I'm aiming high. the
0: The airs at Urban Surf are way harder than you think. And I reckon, I think a trip to Urban Surf and just pulling into an hour of backhand pits will be good because you can figure out the shape that you need to make with your body. And even if you get four or five practices at that shape and where you need to be, then you can yep. go ahead and practice that on the land or leaning against the wall or on a wobble board or on something. But you, you'll you feel yep. it and you'll realize what it is and then you'll be able to do it again and you and get like somewhere like Red Bluff where you get a good stand-up like head high pit, like a, a, a proper barrel. Lead, yeah. Like the urban surf looks real square and small, but you get a big yep. pit and you'll pull the shape and you'll be in and you're out. And yeah, yeah.
1: Because the thing is, I, like I can it. do the takeoff shape and I can scoop into it, but then I can't get out of it. Like I, I I, need to figure out how to drive on my backhand. It's so easy on your forehand to get barreled and to come out. Yeah. But I just, I've never really done. Like nothing nothing that you'd you'd claim, that's for sure. So anyway, that's what I'm hoping to do.
0: That's good. I like that. Um, that could be a good segue into holidays that you've got planned for 2020 because we, we kind of had a half chat about this on the phone, but uh, I wouldn't mind talking about it on here. Like what's up? Because yeah. I, I, I had to go through work and like, fuck, I got asked what are your holidays this year? And I thought, thought about it. I was like, fuck, I've got nothing locked in at all. Uh, I'm keen to go back to Bluff again, middle of the year. Like, are you are we on for that? Is that happening?
1: Yeah, um, I asked the boss, and by boss I mean Mel, because my other my work boss is pretty sweet with whatever I do. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm keen. Like another week up there would be just what the doctor ordered, I reckon. And look, we could go surfing in Indonesia. Costs more money. You got to get on a plane, and then it's probably going to be crowded, and then you might catch some. I don't know. No, Indonesia's great, but I'm just thinking. I want to go back to Red Bluff. Can we go back to mate, Red Bluff?
0: Mate, I'm so happy to hear you say that because that was my for years since I'd been there in 2008 for the first time. I was wanking on about it. I'd, I went there before I'd been to Indo, and I was like, "This is the best place. You guys have got to come." And like, it was it was a tough sell to get you guys there, but to hear you say that, mate, like, it's good. It is. It's Indo. Indo's sick because it's warm and you drink bintangs and things are cheap. And if there's no surf, it's novel and there's people parties to have. But like bluff is the same thing. It's cheap. You drink beers for the same price because you bring them yourself. The surf's sick. And if there's nothing to do because there's no surf, like you find shit to do. And, you know, you're talking to the goat people or you're bloody, you know, going fishing or diving or swimming with sharks. Like, man, it's, Yeah. I reckon it's way yeah. on par with, with it and you, the catch is if you're on the East Coast, super hard to do but if you in yeah. P-Town and you've got a car and a swag, you're sorted, you're there. No excuses.
1: Um, I mean, sign me up.
0: Um, Fuck yeah.
1: If we can do it on um, a work scam, that'll be even better.
0: we definitely do it on a work scam, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Other holidays, I've got August of my Nana's 90th, so I reckon I'll be in Vico for a long weekend, but I could turn that into a week. What do you reckon about doing a ski trip? Yeah,
1: because that's on my agenda is to get um, up into the back country of New South Wales and or Vic as much as possible. So if you're in there in August, I'd love to take you up Mount Bogong for a well, snowboarding ski that, trip.
0: That'd be sick because I'll do the long weekend, whatever it is for Nana's, and then – Steal a car and zip and meet you, yeah, Ginderbind or something. And we could do that or yep. Buffalo or what? Well, the fuck. It, it's only eight hours between the two, Bogong isn't it? So we'll yeah, we'll meet there.
1: We'll go and do that. It's the it's this spot. It's the Red Bluff of the Alps in Australia. Really? 100%. All
0: right. Um and you need so to be walking sick. up some
1: hills beforehand. Fuck.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll <laughs> sort of that. I'll get back on the
1: bike. So, look, Um, I'll I'll be up for that. And the other thing that I've got on the agenda is for September, I want to go to New Zealand for a week, hopefully, and to do a backcountry ski trip there with um, a couple of guys from Tassie who are keen to do that. So I think we might even get a guide to um, take us out into the gnarliness somewhere in New Zealand. So, But we'll see what happens. There's only so many holidays on the agenda and so much um, money to be spent.
0: That's a good plan, though. I like that. I've got I mean like I can't wait June July for bluff August for I'm going to have weeks of holiday signed up I need like a something in between like a tropical holiday or a weekenders or something I don't know I'll do a few yeah. trips cuz this year not not doing the rodeo as much down to down to Margs a few more sessions I reckon be the go Yeah you should buy that big board yeah. that you've been going off
1: Have you going to buy ever, a new uh, board before bluff as well by the way
0: Fuck yeah you are
1: I need something bigger, something to get me in there. Anyway,
0: yeah, I'll get a big on board, be op-
1: three foot every day.
0: <laughs> have you ever, um, have you ever thought of going on like a prospecting holiday?
1: As in, like looking for gold?
0: Yeah, or opals. I just got real frothing on on uh, opals. Sunrise. <laughs> um, I can't, it hasn't I crossed like, my mind. No, it's crossed my mind a lot. I like. You've seen my house. I collect rocks and just just treasures, things that call treasures. I love looking at the ground. Just well, you know, when you're like on a real long drive, or some highway in the middle of nowhere, you know, Nullarbor. It doesn't even have to be the Nullarbor. It can be just be like you know, where there's hours between towns, and you just pull over on the side of the road for a piss or a beer or whatever, and you just walk into the bush fifty meters, and I look around. I can't help myself. I'm like, fuck yeah, I could be that guy who finds like a giant, dirty big nugget of gold or something. And you go past like where the road crew would have had their laydowns, or like you know push the dirt back, look under trees and stuff, and like I get all frothing on that. And anyway, I was watching this um, show on like opal hunters in Cooper Pedy and just got real frothy. I'm like, fuck yeah, we should like get two weeks and like put some money in, hire some some um, big equipment, and like get a tenement, and then just like go ham and dig for opals, and then like make bank in two weeks, like. I think I'd enjoy it even if we didn't make any money. But then imagine if you made money. Sick. Like I'd much prefer that than, you know.
1: You know, I think it would actually be really fun because I last um, year <laughs> I did a bit of foraging for for mushrooms, obviously edible mushrooms for, for cooking. Um, <laughs> and it's it's really fun because like you sort of you get on Google Maps and you think, all right, these are the areas that it might be and these are the ones that we're after. And then you head out there in the bush and then you're you're foraging around and then when you find them, it's – and that they're they're not worth anything. Like you might cook up a bit of a meal with them. But, um, yeah, I think it would be fun. I think it attracts a lot of weird
0: fuckers though, you included. Mushrooms or or opals? Opals and gold? Both. Mushroom forages and opal forages. (laughs) The gold seems to seems like a bit of a needle in a haystack for me. Like, but the opals, like the the colours and the grades, and like there's more of them to be found. And like you find them, and then they're like might be good, might not be good. But I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm on board. I want to go. I want to go to Petty and do some foraging. Do it. I always. It's always interested me. Work yeah. scam.
1: Tell them you have got scamp. some prospects out there. You need to go. Yeah, I've got to dig potentials. into
0: the yeah. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. Yeah, that's – well, I'll put that on the holiday list as a maybe for that. You never know, I might find the one – the one might be a dirty big opal.
1: Yeah, and look, so that's good. It's good to have some trips lined up. Um, I'm actually planning maybe a bigger trip at the start of like this time next year with, with the missus, so – um yeah you got to try and work that one out but maybe a bit of extended time in south america or central america all going to plan but um that's 2021 so we can't get excited about that yet fuck yeah that was
0: my Can um, one us- of my predictions for sorry I'll interrupt you there mate my um one of my predictions for science was that um greta greta decides to sniff her way through south america and like then starts Gets a boyfriend or, like, dates Julian Assange or something like that, something rowdy. That was my science prediction for the year. Well, I was going to ask you what your science prediction was. And so that's an interesting, like,
1: call because what does Greta look like and what does her life look like in five years' time, in 10 years' time? It, yeah, it's, going to, it's she's, going to take a She's definitely into older men,
0: isn't she? She's definitely, I she's definitely don't into know. older men. You tell that's me. For sure. Oh, mate, that was my prediction. Maybe not this year. How old is she? She's 16. She looks about 12. Or 100. It's
1: hard to tell. She could be 12 or 80. She's 17. Oh, she she just had a birthday. So happy birthday to Greta Thunberg, Um, you weird little thing.
0: She okay. She's popped up again, fucking talking shit. I, I go on and off. She's, you know, Thunberg is like Adam, our previous guest. She's volatile. Like she's, yep. uh, sometimes I'm on her, sometimes I'm r- real off her. But either way, it's it's a swing in left and right. I'm, it's big directions. She doesn't just toe the line, you know, get shit done, slap high fives and make everyone happy. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, um have you got have you got anything else what's your plan here have you got i've got ai just had a
1: science pr- prediction science oh yeah. or a news prediction idea oh. yeah i think we're going to discover life on another planet this year or at least prove wow. that we've been visited by aliens i'm feeling oh, okay. like it's all it's all coming together which would That's be the big. same thing right
0: yeah it's big it's a big big call but the 2020 it feels like the right year for for proof oh. of aliens Life on another planet could just be like some little, you know, organism, like yep, single that's cell organism. That's it. That single you'll, single uh, cell
1: on Mars or proof that an alien came here. I don't mind where on the spectrum it is, but I think we'll get it in 2020. It's, a, it's, it's about a time we were living in the future.
0: It's just a massive spectrum, isn't it? Like from you think about how four, six billion years old Earth is and then like we've lived for this tiny amount and then like if anyone had turned up in uh, two billion years ago, the whole Earth was just a giant like ice ball. And they're like, well, no one's living there. Next. Like it's just all about the time that you turn up, isn't it? And to, to look at it and like... No one would know we're here. You you can you see any dinosaurs, dinosaur bones or like all this all this fossil fuels, which literally fossils fuels like that we're digging up or pumping out of the ground, putting in our cars. That's the dinosaurs. That's the remnants of it. Yeah, like dead dinosaurs driving
1: industry. industry. S- Fuck S- yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, we'll um, whack a few dead dinosaurs in the car and go away for the long weekend. Like that's the spirit. That's that's what we're doing in Australia. We're gonna be that one, you know, years to come. Just be aliens you pumping get... dead humans in their cars and going okay. away for the That's long right. weekend. All we are Listen. is alien fuel for the future. Fuck yeah! Listen to like the hottest one thousand on like you know quadruple J or something. <laughs> Whatever those yeah. fuckers
1: the are. To. One thousand. Aim higher. The hottest billion. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah! You, hey, Rick and Morty. Do you watch that? Because the whole. The nah. like, oh my god! None it's it. so good. And <laughs> new season has come out and. Yeah, I, I won't get into it if you don't watch it, but um, I would recommend to the listeners out there to get around the new season. It's, it's on Netflix now. Hilarious. So that's all the predictions for 2020. I think we might need a call last drinks, was there?
0: Yep, there's many notes we had here to get through, but you're right. We missed a couple. We missed a couple. We'll come back to them next time. Um, I guess the question
1: that remains. I am going to
0: ask you, my friend, first because you always get in first
1: and I yeah. find the
0: pressure it's
1: so I like daunting to control
0: the situation. And I always uh, you know me, I over froth. There's always a plethora of things and it changes. So I write something down and it changes, but Andy, mate, since I saw you in Victoria, what's got you frothing?
1: Well, I'll tell you what's got me frothing and it's probably the most used froth that I use because it's surfing related. But I have surfed the last four days in a row. Wow. Which, say, so after work every night this week, including tonight, I've surfed and Sunday. And that one in particular, Monday night, left work a bit early, got down there. It was, you know, four foot pumping. It's like proper, proper four foot, you know, well overhead surf. Yeah. Really wedgy at, at Tamar, paddled out. My arms aren't working because I've been doing too many push-ups. But anyway, <laughs> got out the back and um, it was pumping and got into a few. And then halfway through, a thunderstorm rolls over, which cleaned it up. And then it started pissing rain. Big wedges are coming through. It's pissing rain. Then lightning hits the water about a kilometer out the back. And it's like, oh, Jesus. And then no one moved out of the water. And then, yeah, caught a few more lightning hitting out the back, pumping wedges coming through. It was sick. Reminded me of that session we had on King Island back in the day where we were surfing in a lightning storm. Scary shit.
0: Scary shit, but amazing. Like that, that is, I know we froth a lot about surfing, but yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? Like you end up so, like so in the elements and close to everything. Like it's just not like other sports where you can do that. Like, no. They're so controlled like a you know, indoor soccer match or netball or whatever, but like surfing skiing, outdoor sports, it's just the things you get opened to are incredible. Like it's just so easy for to yeah, get you frothing like yeah. people need to surf more and like camping can be like that as well, you know, like just spending time outside. Oh, there's, something to be said. It's, there's
1: something to be said for getting out into the wilderness, you know. You go like out into the wilderness, out into the to the bush for camping and there is it does make you feel good. But surfing like is almost the wilderness without having to go too far. Because the ocean is, you know, it's it's kind of a wilderness. There's fucking sharks in there and um no one's gonna hold your hand. You're gonna get your ass kicked every now and then. So I think that's what it is. But it's been good. Like there's been swell for the last four days, especially Sunday, Monday. And because the days are long, I've been able to just like even today I left work at six and
0: still managed to get, get a quick one
1: in, in board shorts, mind you. Loving it.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a bonus for um, – is it bonus for Sydney or New South Wales coast in summer to have swell? I don't – see, I, that's, I, my mate who lives here, I said, oh,
1: summer must be a bit shit, no He's Like, no, no, you get swell because you get the sort of um, the northeasterly and easterly winds, which is what we got. It's like it wasn't like a crazy low or anything, but it just sort of blew easterly over a few days. Which ends yep. up in a, in a groundswell that sort of comes out of the east northeast and
0: yeah it was like yeah a, okay so, so kind of like the high pressure systems I'm imagining a big high pressure spinning anti clockwise which you know is warm weather for Victoria sort of thing yeah. as that cruises across because because the high pressure systems are lower down in summer so they get yep. Victoria rather than just being ups but that'll push then means the top of it so an easterly will. Will push swell in. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: and I was trying to figure it out because I, th- I bitched about this before. I think I'm not sure if it made it to the podcast because we probably killed the audio. Is that SwellNet doesn't predict the swell up here properly? Like today, yep. it said it was flat and it was, you know, two to three foot. You know, it wasn't yeah, big right. or anything, but it was surfable size. Whereas the four, if you'd read the forecast, it would have said don't bother. And uh, yep. yeah, I've been looking at the map, trying to figure it out, and it's pretty, it's pretty hard. But I think it's just that. Onshore flow for a few days, but it did start off with a southerly swell. That sort of as the lows come past Vico, and then swing under Tassie, they'll send up a southerly swell, and then that usually slowly swings round to the east, to the northeast, and then it, then it goes. So I don't know, trying to figure it out, but I think they do get a bit of swell here in summer from those easterly swells. Fuck yeah,
0: it? living by the by the beach, like that's the Sydney benefits. You've got the excess traffic. Yeah, to this week it's the proper benefits
1: belt. of living here. And like, I think Tamar on the northeast when it so it was like four foot northeast wedging left. So, like, this is training for Red Bluff. I just need it to be a little bit bigger and then I can practice trying to take off on left.
0: Yeah, over <laughs> um, and over. That's got me pumped to your prediction and coming to coming back to um, WA for that that yeah. midwinter session at Bluff. Fuck yeah, that's gonna be.
1: Can I just add one thing to my froth? Because I was course. frothing today, I was uh, surfing. Bronte, and I just was like, oh, no one's surfing this the other end of the beach, and there's all these riots coming through. I'm just going to paddle out there, and I paddled out there, and every now and then one guy would come over from the pack and join, and I was getting heaps of waves. It's like it's, it's weird that no one comes over here, and I've surfed that little spot a few times. Came in, there's a big yellow sign on the beach that is like no surf craft past this sign
0: because <laughs> it's supposed
1: to be weather- but like there's no swimmers out there, so I was the only one sitting there catching waves, but. No, no lifeguards can to kill me off. But anyway,
0: ignorance, mate. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss. You just show them your fucking tassie, tassie driver's license and fucking. I've got sticker plates wallet. on those. <laughs> Perfect, you're in, mate. Do you get free? Um, do you get free parking in Sydney? Yeah, have you figured that out? Yeah. 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 Yep. Um,
1: I paid last night because I, I couldn't find a park. But most of the time, I can find a free one.
0: No, I mean, I with the Vico plates, like, so you can, oh, you, no. you, like, oh, I'm, I'm always trying to be a good bloke and pay for parking, but if you okay. get a parking ticket from, from the council in WA with Victorian plates, they don't chase you back home, so it's only, like, Wilson parking that will actually give you a parking ticket, so I get all these tickets. I used to get them outside my house in Subiaco all the time, and I just wouldn't pay them because a friend of mine who's living here, shout out to Messi, she was like, Yeah, you don't, you don't, they don't find you in Victoria. And they never sent like that second notice to home. So I didn't pay them. And that car's fucking long gone, racked up like two grand worth of um, parking tickets on it from councils. So I'm back on board with the Vico plates, buying a car in Vico. But now you're on board. So you've got to test it out in Sydney. If you get a council one, don't pay it and just, see, just right. wait till you get the second letter. Like and figure well, to it be out. fair,
1: I don't know even know where the letter would go. Like it would, I think it would go to Mel's mum's house. So I'm never going to see it. So how are they going to figure perfect. out who I am anyway?
0: Exactly. Uh, Great. And then yeah. just fucking burn the car and drive it off a cliff at Tamar, like someone did at Bondi oh, yeah, this yeah. week. I saw it's Bondi got more more, more dense. It. <laughs> fucking oh, well, that's that? enough.
1: What? Oh yeah, the car. I saw it on Brown Cardigan Instagram. Some car flipped into the toilet block at Bondi off the cliff. Yeah. Like he didn't
0: kill anyone. <laughs> Fucking oh, normally there's just heaps of people walking through there. That's It's loose. <laughs> Very loose. <laughs> Absolutely loose. Um As always, a couple of things got me frothing. Lots of – it's just a great time to be in Perth because people – the if you're from another state, you write off Perth because you're like, there's nothing to do in Perth. It's boring. It's like, oh, there's no nightlife. Like – That's fucking bullshit. Come here between mid January and mid February. Fringe festival's on, which isn't the be all and end all, but there's just so it's exciting. The shows on, people are all about it. They're going out in town. It's summer, which is summer last six months, but it's like there's outdoor activities. The days are long. It's just a really good time to be in Perth. So that's an overall froth. My. Underline my froth I wrote down. I'm gonna save that for another episode because it's an ongoing froth. Spoil non spoiler non-spoiler alert. Um yep. friend of mine, friend of the podcast, Ash Ash Nelson, sixty nine goals podcast. for the, the hockey hockey ruse. Um uh can't remember two hundred and something games. Um Legend of Wagen, opened the Wagen Woolerama and assorted other accomplishments. Episode um, ten and- what was it? Episode 10. Have a listen to the creepiest um, human you've met according to her friends that we surveyed for information. Anyway, she – um, we are just having a little chinwag hanging out the other day and, and you know how you get on a little YouTube tangent and a YouTube little uh, moment. She's like, have you ever seen um, any videos by Andy Milonakis? Milonakis. I was like, what? Who's this? And she's like, you know – Pussy, 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 marijuana. I was like, what? I was like, what? She's like, fuck, you've got to look it up. So I'm like searching, searching on YouTube, Andy Milonakis, and then I had to put in three pussies. So how many pussies? She's like, just put one pussy in and we'll see what comes up. And the song's hilarious. The guy is like this super weird looking dude, kind of like Star Wars kid, if you remember that shit from back in the day on YouTube, like this fat dude is just rocking big fat glasses and he and he writes a rap song on his blackberry because it's probably like 2001 and it is hilarious and genius and all of his other stuff is just great so i i like loved it and i was like this is that's pretty funny you know and we had a back and forth with some youtube content and then monday and tuesday at work all i had in my head was <laughs> pussy, pussy 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 marijuana <laughs> it's fucking so I can't handle it. Into I'm just it's in my headphones at the
1: moment. Yo 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 yo! I go I wrote a rap on my BlackBerry for you guys. <laughs> it's got 7.4 million views. So and he did it in 2009.
0: And he looks to be about 12,
1: but so he's like 30 or something now.
0: No, I or think he's get- like old. Then he's actually he's like um yeah. he's, he's got quite old. He's thing. not. He, yeah.
1: And uh, let's check his age. But you Google him, check him out, Andy Milonakis. Oh, he's 43. What the fuck is wrong with this guy?
2: <laughs> he's 43? Yeah. Wow.
0: He's wow. He's American
1: actor, writer, rapper. So in 2009, he would have been- He would have been 32. 34. 32. Good maths. 32, and he, yeah. I, I, I guess 12.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, there's something wrong yeah. with him. He's got something wrong with him. <laughs> He's a fucking genius. That's what he is. That's what's wrong with him. Can 12. we can we play a clip of this? Can we like rip it out somehow? I don't know.
1: You you try and do something technical for once. If you can do it, send me the file and I'll put it on.
0: God, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah you, fair enough. I mean, if I could figure out how to do all this shit? <laughs> like, yeah, mate. I do I do merch, I do Instagram. If if you if you got your picture on Instagram liked, uh, it turns out I liked it. I liked it. Not Andy. Andy didn't like your shit. Was I liked your shit? Was I got around it?
1: Sometimes Did I write you,
0: back to people. Yeah, and it confuses me because I'm like, oh, I haven't written back to this. What? Their message has gone. Oh, Andy's, Andy's chimed in. Good. Yeah. No, it's a team effort. One off the it's wood team cannot effort. exist without either of us.
1: No, it probably could. I think uh, it'd probably exist without you. The social media part would fall apart. But I could have a um, a sound recording that no one listens to and wouldn't know where
0: to find. <laughs> Perfect, mate. Uh, um, I'm excited about 2020. There's a few good predictions in there. I we'll think have so. To and make we'll- them- R- they write them write down, them down. we don't yeah. have to write we'll them down well we don't no. have to run down mate it's fucking episode 26 refer to although yeah. I don't know who's listened to this shit because I know, I certainly don't listen to the back catalogs but we've gone for like an hour and a half or something um, this one's been going for a while um, if someone's listening can you just listen to it and then like maybe summarize the predictions and text it to me that'd be sick appreciate yep. that
1: post it Send it to us on Instagram, so it's something. I'll send, you, I'll
0: send you a fucking sticker. <laughs> write it send in, in the predictions write it in a review,
1: yeah. on, on on your podcast app, give it five
0: stars and write the predictions so that
1: so that we can remember them.
0: And if they sucked, give them two stars because you know we want honesty, we want honest, good honest feedback. Mm. Nah, five stars. <laughs> five stars. Does only. it help? I
2: really? don't
1: know. I don't know how people find podcasts. I wrote down some some notes about that. I was like. How do people find podcasts? And I was thinking that's something we should find the answer to.
0: <laughs> All right, well <laughs> I'll start surveying random. Some bloke messages on Instagram um, and said, "Hey, blokes, how do I find your Instagram? Uh, or how do I find the podcast?" And oh, yeah. I said, "Just search it." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've I fucking cooked it and <laughs> didn't search the right thing." So he could have the search. link
1: on the Instagram as well. It's right there.
0: On the link. Yeah, right? I didn't want to point that out to him. But yeah. yeah. Who oh, is mate. this guy?
1: He sounds like a fucking dumbass.
0: Um I'll shout him out. Um it's Ben Simpson. <laughs> Simo, Come on, Simo, mate. Your game, Simo Simo underscore Simpson. Simo <laughs> underscore Simpson underscore. He's got thirty posts, he eighty six followers, two hundred and sixty seven following. He's got some good fucking photos, yeah, though. He takes photos. a mad picture. Can chop wood, um, Ben Simpson. Yeah, can chop wood. Yeah, I'm, I look. I look. I'm about his pictures, and he's got you know one of the um, least um, rated Instagrams of our followers. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm all about him, but he does not know technology.
1: If you go down to his fourth photo, I've stood in that position. That's San Sebastian. Beautiful spot.
0: Fourth photo? Third. What?
1: Fifth. Fifth. Fifth photo. Middle, second row. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. San Sebastian. That's yeah. from um is that is that from uh uh bloody endless summer too? Is that San Sebastian they go to? Nah. I'm thinking of something else. Sebastian Inlet. I don't know. Sebastian Inlet. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, we done here, back, aren't we? Simo, you're not a
1: dumbass. It looks like you're more of an outdoors man. You're probably not up to date with all the technology stuff. So, well done for finding the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. And sorry for calling you a dead shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good on, you Simo. We love you. We love everyone that's messaged. And um, yeah, look out for the merch, mate. It's coming. We're fucking coming. We're gonna we're gonna get this uh, show on the road or this this business. We're turning it into a business. Capitalism. It's coming at you. The more money that you spend in our merchandise shop, the more stickers, the more t-shirts you buy, the better microphones we get, the more shit we get to do, the more you get to listen, the more you get to spend. Everybody's happier. Everybody's happier at work. Capitalism. That's capitalism. all I'm saying. I
1: thought you were going to say, the more like t-shirts and shit you buy, the more we'll put the price up because that's how capitalism works. Supply and demand, <laughs> motherfuckers. So if you buy the t-shirt this week, it'll be worth $5 more next week.
0: Yeah, well, if it wasn't capitalism, we'd just spend all the money on booze. So, right. you know, we're hey, putting it back.
1: Let's pull the pin on this shit. What? What? So, do you want to introduce
0: a song? Is it going to be Pussy Pussy Marijuana? <laughs> well, look, all I'm saying is if I can figure out technology better than Ben Simpson, then it's going to be Pussy 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 Marijuana by Andy Milanakis. And if I can't, then it'll be some other fucking song that should have been number one in the Hottest 100 this week. Yeah, That's what I'm
1: saying. I found my old MP3 collection um, on a hard drive fuck this week, so I could Danger. go do some random shit, but um, yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just dropped my phone. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, the catch-up. I need to turn my aircon back on. It's getting hot up in this bitch.
0: All right. Rock and roll, mate. I need to go. eat some tucker. We'll fucking see you. Keep on the push-ups, team. And uh, if anyone wants to get on the push-up train, send us a DM. I will email you the push-up workout uh, push up, work seven weeks you can race us there march 12th we are going live for 100 push-ups
1: can i ask a you question heard, on yeah, that first. yeah so sure you've got you got like the you do the five sets of whatever it tells you with the breaks and then after mm-hmm. that you go for max reps is that right yes okay which will be low because you've just done 50 push-ups that's correct yes okay. But that the idea is that you do the the ones and then you go for the max.
0: You have the same forty-five seconds rest or sixty seconds or one twenty and then, you and then yeah, you can. punch it. Yep. Gotcha. That that's the score. For example, my second workout, my maximum was thirty-two.
1: Okay. I'm gonna at do the, the first workout. Yeah. I haven't done the first one yet because I was I was on my own thing.
0: So Skip the first do one. Do do start at week two.
1: Start at week two? Will that get us to march whatever the date was that i'm going to be there
0: yeah it will but also if you and the rules are in the post that i'll send you it's an excel spready because i'm organized but Mm -hmm. if you um if you fail on a workout so you can't make it through the whole workout and do not get to even if your maximum is one that's fine but if you can't get to the maximum to the end of it then you have to go back to the start of that week Right. start again. So maybe week five, six, and seven, you might fail one of them and have to go back to the start of that week. Make sure you have your rest days. So I recommend yeah. if you can, start at week two or three. Yeah, and uh, so
1: and have um, a couple of spare weeks up your sleeve in case you need to repeat a week.
0: Yeah. And you repeated a couple of years, years of school, week. didn't you? Me? No, none. None. No. Accelerated, I think you mean. Skipped. Okay. I'm Skipped. like Greta. I just yeah. don't go to school, mate. I'm just dishing <laughs> out life lessons, left, right, and center. Too much climate anxiety. Yeah. All right, mate. Huru. <laughs> uh, fuck! Fucking Huru. Yo yo! I wrote a rap. I wrote a little rap song. I wrote a little rap song on my BlackBerry. <clears throat> yo 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 yo! Pussy 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 marijuana, wanna pussy
2: pussy pussy marijuana, pussy pussy. I wanna smoke weed every day, and I'm gonna eat that pussy. Period, comma pause. But hold the applause. I want to mold and fold the laws. I'll be bold and roll the gauze, I want to touch your peepee hole. Blunt in the other hand, watch me roll. Don't gotta watch, but watch my flow. Don't gotta clock, but clock them hoes. Don't ever sleep, can't watch. back now, rolling in the lag now, gonna put a smack down to this fucking whack town, P-U-S-S-Y till I die, I might be fat, but my bitches stay fly, maybe it's because I'm so high in the sky, don't got a job, so la la la, la la la, I might fuck your mother one day, la la la, La la. la.